Hey guys, it's Mike, aka Go Guy Go, and I'm back again with another Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. And with me tonight, as always, we've got our friend Andrew, aka And Prey. Howdy, everybody. So tonight we are going to review the uh, the week five schedule. We're going to look back at the week four stuff. We're going to talk about our bet. Um, how how you feeling so far about the season? We're we're uh, a quarter of the way in, so to speak. How you feeling? Uh from this league perspective, I, I'm yeah. feeling okay. I'm feeling okay because I'm in second. Um, and not anymore. Why? Why am I not in oh, second? Wrong le- oh man, I'm looking at the wrong lead chart. I'm thinking you're not in second. Yeah, you're, but you're, yes, you are. There you are. Oh man, and and yeah, you're in third. Look uh, at your points four. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't want to say his name in first because apparently he put a comment out that I'm his yep. good luck charm for saying he's going to lose. Well, uh, he's he's in for a match this week, and yes. we'll get into that here in a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, and man, then, you're, you know, um, you're rocking and rolling three and one with 606 total points for That is awesome. Yes. And, and, and wow. I, you know, it's it, you and I, I think. Um, this is our, out of all of our leagues, this is our hottest two, our hottest two, our hottest teams. Yeah. Yeah. By far. This is, um, I was not expecting my team to be performing as well as they are. I was not, um, I'm now heavily invested to ensure that they, they keep performing and that I add depth where I can because injuries have been abound. And (laughs) unfortunately I have a bad habit of building my teams almost exactly the same in every league. Yeah. So uh, one injury hurts me everywhere. So I'm trying to diversify a little bit. So I'm, uh, I'm not so cookie cutter everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm... But I'm very happy with how things are going for me uh, thus far. And there's, to me, there's a lot of surprises that have happened. Uh, teams, when you look at the roster, that's like, man, that is not a roster that should be sitting with a one and three record. Like that is, there's is something really off here. Um, case in point, I'm going to, Chervin, our friend Sean is sitting at 0 and 4. Yes. And when you look at his roster, it's, he's got Tom Brady, uh, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook. This is where this is where things start to get really dicey for him. Is he's got his starting receivers are Juju and Brandon Ayuk, who have essentially disappeared this season. Well, their two teams have disappeared. Uh no, because Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson have been great for Pittsburgh, but that's it. But 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 where is Pittsburgh? There's aren't oh, they in last place in the division? They are, but doesn't mean that they don't have fantasy relevant players. But no, they're true. just not Juju. And then Debo Samuels, the number two receiver in the entire NFL, which yes. is why Brandon Ayuk has essentially disappeared. Yes. And then Kyle Pitts, granted, he's a rookie, so he's not living up to the hype expectations delivering, but he's still not terrible. And then when you look at, you know, the players he has in the flex is like Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk. Like those are some of the top notch options he has on his yeah. roster. So it's <clears throat> But to I mean, me, even it's surprising at... that 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 he has not won a game. Like it is just, 
it's a, it's still it's a decent roster. Like Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley and Tom Brady, those three alone should win you a week. You just got to find the right combination of other players uh, in the other spots. But even on his bench, right? Like you look at uh, Marquise Brown. He's got Marquise he's, Brown on his bench. Yes, he's got Leonard Fournette on his bench. Um, crazy. You know, like so he's got he's got players that he can sub out his, on off of his flex to help him out. Well, he's got Tony Pollard sitting there too, and that's yeah. a, that's a guy who's been getting a lot of work lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his IR spots are full. No, he's got one spot left. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's still a workable roster. So I'd love to see where things go in the next the next four weeks. You know what? I don't. I uh, honestly like you made a really really good point. I it was either two weeks ago or last week that you look at the or or maybe even when you and I. Uh, uh, met up for beers. Met up for beers the other day. Um, do you look at the season in the in the four week chunks? I do. Yeah. Right. Like I look at I look at uh, at his team. You know, like okay, he's zero and four. But if he goes four and zero the next four weeks, he's right back in the middle of it. He's right right in the mix. Yeah. And it's... then he goes another four and zero. He's you know near the top. Yeah, he's not eliminated from the playoffs yet. No. So right now, to me. The standings are – they are what they are. Uh, those of us with, like, positive records, we have a good shot of making the playoffs, right, because we've done well. But there's still, at this point, there's still 13 games left to go. I could lose the next 13 and end my season at 3-14, and 14, right? Like, that's yep. that's a possibility. Um, you got to, you know, make changes and, and, and be active. And I know that Sean said that he recently started a new job and, which is why he had one week where he didn't set his roster and got got plagued by a bunch of guys that were out and he didn't he didn't catch it in time. Yeah. So there's that. But but you know what that happens to all of us, right? Like we're sure. every, everybody's working, everybody's yeah. uh, everybody's doing your thing. Yeah, like, you know I, I work For... Sundays, so if if there's yeah. a last minute swap out, I'm literally driving a truck. And if someone says, oh, hey, this player, you know what? He's a game-time decision, and now he's out five minutes before the game, and I'm like, I'm fingers crossed he's playing. Oh, man, I, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Um, it looks like uh, Joe Mixon and uh, CMC might be game-time decisions this week. And that, like, those are staples in your offense. So if yeah. if you've got to pivot last second, like, that's – now i got to set an alarm. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like, okay. Hey, if they are playing, I got to put them in. And if they're not, as of right now, I've got those guys out of my rosters everywhere, and have other players in just in case I miss it. And if they are going to play, then I'll last second try and sub them in. That's my plan. Oh, and by the way, you have a guy that's on your IR that's no longer IR. Oh no, he. Yeah, that's by design. Oh. Yeah. I'll look. I'll give you a bit. Of tra- I'll give you a trade secret. Okay. On Tuesdays, when. The, the the week resolves itself it doesn't calculate the the IR challenges so I set my roster for my ideal matchup with injuries that you're aware of on Tuesday that way when Wednesday rolls around and the week kind of resets and it goes hey now this guy that was originally out but now is questionable can't be on your IR spot kick him out of your IR spot I go, yeah, I'm going to ignore that. And I'm just going to wait. 
So I just sit in a holding pattern and wait until the week resolves itself, right? So Thursday night game, um, you play it by ear, whatever happens. But by Friday is usually when they make the injury announcements of whether a player is in, out, doubtful, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like, okay, there's a good chance. Like T. Higgins, I'm going to know by tomorrow whether T. Higgins is going to play this weekend. So I'm gonna, if I'm taking him off the IR. Um, <clears throat> I have Deshaun Watson in, like, several leagues. And he's out every week. But he doesn't get listed as out until Friday night. So he literally sits on my on my IR spot all week until Friday when he's legitimately eligible to be in that spot. Okay, makes sense. So it, I'm kind of kind of. It's not cheating. I don't think it is cheating. I think I'm using the system because I'm just keeping a guy there. It blocks me from making transactions. I can't True. pick guys up. Yeah. Um, I can make trades, but I I can't access the waiver. So that locks me out from that. So be it. I'm willing to accept it um, because there's a good chance some of these guys in my IR are going to remain there for another week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless you, unless you know for sure, you know what, that the guy's been rehabbing for the last three weeks and yeah, he's going to start this week. Exactly. Yeah. Like for me, T Higgins and here, let's just do a quick injury update here on T Higgins. What does it say? So uh, five ago, five hours ago, T. Higgins back on the practice field. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins' shoulder returned to the practice field on Wednesday and got in a limited session. Higgins missed week three and four, but had the week four game been on Sunday rather than Thursday, there's a good chance he would have only missed one game. Wednesday managers should expect the 22-year-old to return to action in week five against the Green Bay Packers unless he suffers a setback in practice later this week. The presence of rookie Jamar Chase who has excellent chemistry with quarterback Joe Burrow is a problem for Higgins fantasy ceiling, but he has still very, he's still, wow. But he, but he's still very productive, but he's still very, wow, that's poorly written, very productive in the first two games with 10 catches on 15 targets for 118 yards and two touchdowns. Higgins will return to being a wide receiver three flex against the Green Bay Packers if he returns to the field. So he's trending upwards, which is nice. Um, Tyler Boyd has taken advantage of T. Higgins' absence and has really stepped up, which is great, right? Because Tyler Boyd's a good receiver. Yeah, I think he got, what, 11 11 catches last week? (laughs) Uh, He had 11 targets, 9 receptions for 118 yards, which was great because uh, I played him in another league and he was, he was fantastic for me and I loved it. Um, so I'm glad that they have such depth and talent at the wide receiver position because they might need to use it with uh, Joe Mixon. If he's out, I, I would think all three of those guys should be, should be relevant unless they go to CJ Uzama again and destroy everyone's oh, touchdown fantasy. God. Yeah. Yeah. Consider I had him on the bench in one league. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, last week, our week four matchup predictions went like this. I chose myself. I chose you. I chose Marvin. I chose Josh and Gabriel. I went three and two. Unfortunately, Gabriel let me down. <laughs> and uh, and so did Josh. Josh was not the... Uh, 
the slayer of Donnie, which we were all hoping for. We yeah. all predicted Josh to uh, to take Donnie down, but it did not happen. Donnie, Donnie prevailed. Um, silly Donnie luck. Yeah. Um, you, on the other hand, you went four and one. Like, you were on fire. Your selections in this process have been outstanding. Your current record, and you missed week one. You did not play in predictions for week one. So your current record is 10 and five. My record, because I'm the only one who participated in the week one, is 11 and nine. So you're <laughs> you're not far off here. Yeah. And the only one you got wrong was selecting Josh over Donnie. Yeah. Now our friend Juan, he, uh, he made some picks. He went two for three. So he did better than his first week record. Oh, he got yeah because he went 0 and 5 his first week. Oh, yeah. Oh. So now, so now his record is two and eight. Juan, and... you gotta stop listening to your brother and cousins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Stop using your lifelines. And uh, so he sent me his uh, his picks for this week. Okay. Now, let's get into that. Have you had a chance to look at the matchups this week? I got them right in front of me. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read the matchup off. And I'm going to give you my – I'm going to wait for you to pick, and then I'll tell you how Juan and I chose. 100%. Ready? The, the first matchup we're going to go is myself versus Shervin. Okay. That's a tight one. Predictions got it at 126 to 122. Yeah. Um, but let me just take a look here. What's on – uh, now we just spoke at length on Sean's roster and how yeah. I think I don't know how he's an 0 and 4 team. I hope he goes 0 and 5 this week because I do not want to lose to him. <laughs> but it, to me, it's it's still a solid roster. You know what? If he actually listens to this, he might throw on some extra points here because uh, I'm looking at you know yeah. Let's let's not give the guy any ideas. He he's okay. an independent, grown man. He yes, can, he can make his own choices. Yes. Yep. Um, one twenty-two to one twenty-six, and if I was him, I could see where he could make up about five or six points, possibly. Let's not get carried away here. Make your selection. <sighs> Sorry, Mike. Gotta go, Team Chevron. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's gonna so- come back to bite you in the butt. I hope not, but yeah, I, hope, I, I, I hope I'm 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 right on that one. No, no, that one's gonna bite bite you in the back. Because you probably got something on your bench that I didn't notice that you're gonna throw in there at the last second. Well, I remember my strategy is I set my roster on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Just to make a change on Sunday. Well, that happens. <laughs> that does happen. Recent activity. You know what? Oh God, you got Calady and Sanders. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm keeping it the same way. I'm gonna keep it. No. Nope. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're gonna stand behind it. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. So what what did you and Juan do? All right. Uh, we both chose me. He did okay. put the caveat though. Juan put the caveat that if Dalvin Cook is green lit to play, then he's choosing Sean. Oh. That is that is the caveat that he put in. What's the matchup for for Cook? Uh, I think he's playing the Lions. Yeah, right. Wow. So he'll he'll probably feast. Yeah, if uh, if that happens. 
Um, and I, I, I don't doubt it, man. I've got 15 guys on my, my Lions defense that are not playing. And that just, it makes it tough to try and stop people when you're playing essentially nobodies. Um, which is sometimes pays off because these guys show up because they want to make something happen. You know, I, I, I've, uh, I've seen some of the Detroit game and some of the highlights and I just, they're, they're, they, I know they're your, your, they're your team. Yep. But some of those guys are already looking like, okay, I'm looking to next season. Yes. And it, it hurts. It hurts. I'm not a Lion fan, but it just, it, when guys aren't putting in the effort, that hurts to watch. Um, I, from what I've been able to see, because uh, I don't get the chance, the market's not here for it, so I don't get the games yeah. air. I'm catching yeah. highlights online. But, yeah, there are some guys who uh, who are not showing up and playing, and... Uh, head coach Dan Campbell is dealing with those guys because he wants, regardless of your draft capital or your, your salary, he wants guys that when you get in, that you're going to play like you're playing for the Super Bowl, like that you have intensity, that you're going to grind it out. Yep, play hard. And guys, yeah, and guys that do, those are guys that will be rewarded in contract renewal time, right? Because he's not going to have, have these guys bust their butt and work the way they're doing for a losing season and not believe in what's possible. Yeah. So the guys that don't believe and buy into the system, those are the guys that are getting shipped off. Those are the guys that are getting released. Those are the guys that aren't going to be a part of this team. Now, this is a team that is rebuilding, regardless of the hopes and dreams that some Lions fans have, that they are going to win enough to be relevant. We've been close. And we will get some wins. I don't think we'll get the first overall pick, but I think we'll still end up in the top five. And we'll uh, we'll utilize that that pick as necessary. My hope is that Dan Campbell continues his progress in believing that belief system and instilling a work ethic that regardless of your draft capital or your pay, that you're going to work your ass off uh, each and every game, each and every day to get that win. And if that continues, then I have high hopes for them in the next the next draft season and in the next free agency. The, the types of players that they will attract and pursue and those that they will resign and pay. That's my hope. I'm not delusional in the sense that we, are, we have a wild card playoff berth ahead of us this year. But I do believe we will not be bottom of the barrel. We will we will get some wins. We will notch out some victories. Yeah, yeah that's my hope. Well, However, hey, you know what? Against, it's possible. It's possible. And running going against Dalvin Cook, he's probably going to run for two hundred yards and three touchdowns. So, and that's a reality we have to face. Yeah. Matchup Our, number two, sir. Matchup number two. Okay, matchup number two. We've got yourself versus Juan. Sorry, Juan. <laughs> I, can't, I can't bet against myself. Well, um, especially when you're rocking 106 points uh, points for this season. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, well, I mean, the, the, the pre-matchup is 138 to 110. Yeah, um, you definitely have – you have the projection 
yeah. in your favor. You're 86% to 14%. So yeah, it's in your favor. I chose you. Juan chose himself. I think that's the typical thing, right? We're choosing oh, our yeah. teams. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's he's yeah. he's he's hoping Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill all get zero points. Yeah. All right. Um, game number three, we've got Labor Bus and Ice Metal. So you got Gabriel and Marvin. Oh, I, again, that one's almost a lopsided one. That is, yeah. Um, uh, Marvin is projected to win by. 80% over yeah. Gabriel's 20, right? So I'm looking, I looked at the rosters. I still like the the youth of where Gabriel's going, but I chose him last week and it bit me because some of the guys turned out to be duds. And to me, the risk is too high. And I looked at what, what Marvin's got on the other side. And the only thing Marvin has that's weak is his running game. You got Diggs, Jefferson, and Adams all in your flex. Yeah. He's got DJ Moore, which is lighting the world on fire right now, and Jamison Crowder as your wide receivers. Darren Waller is your tight end. Okay, right? So that's that's six players right there that are already going to win you a week, and he's got them on his lineup. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, sure, he's playing Detroit, so he has a favorable matchup. Um, Josh Jacobs is the running back. He came back. Okay, whatever. It is what it is. So I, I really like his roster. I don't I don't see how that fails in this week. Even if a couple guys crap out, the ceiling of some of those other dudes are just it's way too high. Yeah. I I mean and the only really the only thing that I see on on um on Labrus's bench that 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 I would even look at that, that swapping out one might be and and only because he has become one of the favorites is Antonio Brown, which shocks the hell out of me because you and Donnie and a few others know how I dumped him at the peak of his career um, just before he lost his mind yep. and um, you know and everybody roasted me for dropping him. Or trading him away, sorry. Um, but he's become one of Brady's favorites again. Um, I'd be rocking the guy on, on on my roster right now if I had him. But he's not. Oh. Yeah, when he's, he's not, out there, when I get, you know what? You're right. Like when he's out there, he's getting targets. Yes, he's getting targets. He's not getting a lot of playing time though. No, but he he's is, around he, the fifty percent mark. Yeah, but but he is on the field. Brady is looking. It's it's. I'm looking for Brown or I'm looking for Gronk. When those guys are out in the field, right? Like it's it's um, you know he but he but he but he's not lighting it up with touchdowns. He's not doing the flashy stuff. He's doing the dirty work like he should have been doing all along. Kind of in my opinion, but yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I just I think it's. You know, ice metal is just a little bit too strong. Yeah, it is. So for me, and for Juan, that was an easy pick. We chose Marvin, and is uh, is he your pick as well? Oh yeah. All right, game number four. We got Slick versus Multi Beast. This is the battle of the friends here. Let's see how. Uh, I'd, love, my... I'd love to hear some of their input on how how they're projecting this matchup goes because it's. It's a tight matchup. Oh my gosh! It, it's like it's so close. It's freaking close. 
Um, you got slick with a three and run one record, and you've got you've got Josh sitting here at a one and three record. Which again, when you look at it, he's got the hottest receiver in the NFL in Cooper Cup, Alvin Kamara, Dak Prescott, George Kittle, which has been a surprising disappointment thus far. Yep. Uh, he's got AJ Green, which has been uh, a touchdown machine for Arizona. Uh, Emmanuel Sand, like you look at the roster, and it, it's so far not a bad roster. Same thing. Same thing for Slick. It's like Lamar, Najee Harris, James Robinson, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is going to be fed the ball crazy now that DJ Shark is out. Yeah, Perry McLaren, uh, Tim Patrick, Austin Eckler. CD. Okay, right. So, I, I, this one, this one could go either way. I, but I'm going with the momentum. I chose Slick in this case, and so did Juan. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna choose that three and one. Uh, it's really it's the James Robinson, uh, Marvin Jones. The only guy I'm afraid of on on the roster is Tim Patrick. If Tim Patrick has Teddy Bridgewater, then that Tim Patrick's gonna play. He's gonna do well. If it's Drew Locke, I think that's. Yeah, that's where it craps out. You know where I think I to me, and I'm gonna go multi beast on this. So All I right. could I could be cra- I could be crapping the bed this week on my pick. It could but... be, but you could be launching yourself into uh, the stratosphere point wise, and just just you could be five four or five points ahead of me by the end of this week. And the the reason I'm saying it is, I think Dallas is gonna go off on the Giants. Really, and I think Prescott and Elliot are going to have games of the week, which hurts me because I got Elliot in, in, as one of my running backs, or, or, or I got uh, Barkley as one of my running backs in some of the leagues. But, right. Um, Doesn't mean I, Barkley won't have a good game. It just means that if I Dallas just, goes I, off. I think, I think Dallas, Dallas right now is playing with a chip on their shoulder to be like, you know what? Screw you, league. Uh, you wrote us off because uh, of the injury last year, and sure, we sucked. We sucked hind tit last year, um, but you know what? They have been getting better and better each week. They've been gelling each week, and I just i I think that that they could be um, a team to rival in that conference. Um. So I, I and I think they're all the the Giants and the and Dallas always seem to get up for each other. It's like Cleveland and Cincinnati. You know, I, I remember five six years ago, Cincinnati lost to Cleveland like fifty one to forty nine, and, and it always seems like Dallas and and the Giants are they get up for each other, right? The the offenses kind of take it to the next to the to the next level. Um, so I think Prescott could get, you know, I, I see he's slated for 27 points, but maybe he gets 35. Does, it's possible, yeah. Like it's, does Slick have, uh, have any Dallas guys? I, I didn't he's really got CeeDee Lamb. Oh, geez, there you go. Like, okay. <laughs> they could cancel each other out. Could, if, right? Like, like if Lamb... every, every touchdown goes, goes CeeDee, like, it could go Amari Cooper. It could go CD yeah. Lamb. It could go uh, Dalton Schultz. Uh, but didn't, it could you, go didn't you say? 
Didn't you say earlier like CD Lamb was like the second receiver? No. No, that's Debo Samuel. Oh, Debo Samuel. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, CD's uh, currently sitting 30th overall. He's getting lots of playing time, but he just hasn't been the centerpiece of the offense. Yeah. Last week, they just had to run the ball. And yeah. that's why Zeke had such a great week. And Tony yeah. Pollard, right? Like, because Carolina just let it happen. Um, <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah. yeah this and, is... and on the flip side, for with Slick Byrne, yeah. um, you know, if Cleveland's defense shows up, they could shut down Eckler. Could. Right? I mean, he's he's projected for 16 points, but if they if they if they shut down the offense and he only gets you know 10 or 11, right? That's a that's a big that's a big loss in in points, right? So, all right, okay. So your final choice? Oh yeah, my yeah, multi beast is my guy for the week, right? All right, right. multi beast. Here we go. Uh, matchup number five. We got Donnie versus Bryce. Well. Just make it simple, man. <laughs> you just, just keep my, my momentum going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to go to Bryce. I, just, I have to. When you look at Bryce's team versus Donnie's, yeah, like it's Donnie has been a, a lucky, lucky guy yeah. in the matchup and close as they've been, but he's narrow, he's edged everybody out. And it's impressive, and I think the buck stops here. I think Bryce is the one who has the silver bullet that finally brings Donnie back down to earth and reminds him that he is not a god among men. He's just the commissioner among a bunch of poor men. <laughs> uh, who won the league last year? Do you remember? What Wasn't what? that ice? I think I'm pretty sure Marvin won. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's not Donnie. You better not no. be <laughs> No. No, I'm pretty sure Marvin won because he – um, I had to give him kudos to he sold out, right? He he spent early uh and rounded up some players, right? Ended yeah. up with Dig. Like he he built a roster, which is why he has a solid roster now, because he made a push just before the playoffs, right? He sold out. Yeah. And he was aggressive and you have to be right. Like that's you gotta take a page out of out of his book. Yeah. Uh, and I've tried to do that in a couple other leagues where I wanted to stay relevant. I'm I'm trying to spend and not be like, oh man, I want to keep some of these assets for next year. And it's like, no, if you want to win, you need to pay up and win. You need to invest. And you need to do it to the point where it hurts. Because if it works out, you're okay. Yeah. You either you win or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think you can hurt yourself enough, at least myself. I don't think I would make a trade that would hurt myself enough that would damage me for years to come. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. So that said, you know what? Um, we'll do a quick review and then I want to give you a, a I have a little quick trade conversation with you. Oh, OK. Yeah. So hang on. Uh, so right now, our predictions are my picks are myself, Andrew, Marvin, Ryan, Bryce. Juan's picks are myself, Juan, Marvin, Ryan, Bryce. So very similar. The only thing we differed on is uh, you and you and Juan. Now your picks, man. You you love being the odd man out, and it's been working for you. So let's you picked Sean over me. You picked yourself. You picked Marvin. So we all we all picked Marvin. Uh, he picked you picked Josh, which we didn't, and then you picked Bryce, which we all did. So you have uh, versus me. You have one two picks different, and those two picks could be the deciding factor this week. One of them was not me, man. I'm heartbroken. I'm sorry, but that's uh... okay. I'm I'm gonna upset you when I finally when I when I come out on top. 
and Shervin finally goes to uh, to zero and five, and then he rebounds in week six. That's that's hope, my prediction. Hopefully, his week six isn't against me then. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's have a look here. Yes, yeah, so I'm going um, to. Let's have uh, week six. Week six, uh, Chervin is it's always Donnie. against Donnie in week six. Yeah, I get Bryce next week. Yeah, oh, that's going to be a tough battle, man. All right. <laughs> Uh, right now it's uh 141 to 118, but uh that that always changes the week of I know. when you put buys and whatever. All right, so we reviewed last week's matchups. We've made our predictions for this week. Yes, sir. Now let's let's jump in. Oh, I want that's right. I want to talk to you about a trade offer. This I got a trade offer recently from in another league. Uh, you're in the league, so I'm not going to name names. Uh, I don't want to spoil the fun. Uh, but this individual has been persistent. And I mean, like every day, four or five times a day, he's trying to get TJ Hawkinson from me. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'm a Lions fan, so I'm yep. probably over attached to TJ Hawkinson. Yep. Um, TJ Hawkinson is is not my starting tight end. He is one of my starting tight ends. I have two, and I have the ability to flip flop back and forth depending on the matchups, and I'm quite happy in that situation. Right, one it covers bye weeks. Uh, it limits my opponents from high end tight end potential. Um, yeah, I just I just like being in that situation, having two reliable tight ends. Now, in this situation, his his argument uh, for the trade to happen is I have two viable tight ends. He has no viable tight ends, and he's willing to pay so that we both have viable tight ends, and I get compensated for it. So this okay. is this is the offer. That currently sits on my queue. He has offered me Johnny Smith, Dalton Schultz, Hunter Renfrew, Renfro, my apologies, a 2022 first and a 2022 second, both from the same same team, which if it plays out will be late round picks because he is currently in contention. And I'd be giving up TJ Hawkinson. That's it. That's it. Uh, and, a, and, a, and a player that I have on my IR that I'll probably end up dropping. I probably would have dropped if he was on my roster, but he's just hiding on my IR because I, I have the spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So really no relevant. You're not giving it. Wow. Yeah. Right. And now I've, I've hummed and hawed about this and every, every, Every time he sends an offer, it changes. Sometimes it's got different picks in it, different players. He now knows that I have uh, I have an interest in Hunter Renfro. He knows that he has to give me a tight end uh, in exchange. So mm-hmm. in this case, I'm happy with Dalton Schultz because I think Dalton Schultz is a, a nice spot start. I don't think he's an every week start, but I think he's a situational start. Um, I love picks, as you know. So a first and a second, that attracts me. Uh, the fourth and fifth that he was throwing in is like, don't bother because those don't move the needle. Yeah. So it's, I realize I'm trading down to acquire assets. So let me, let me ask the question. Yep. Your tight ends by week. What is the matchup for Schultz that week? All right. Let me get another window. Bear with me as I navigate through here. Because of Hawkinson's uh, week is against 
say Tampa Bay where he might get zero points. Yep. And the other guy might get you five or six that might get you a win. Yep. It might be worth it, right? All right. So uh Hawkinson is week nine. No, no, not Hawkinson. Like yeah. who's, your, who's your who's your regular starter again? Uh let's just say it's Hawkinson. Hawkinson's my my, my weekly starter. Let's just oh. say that he's he's in. Uh, and I don't play Hawkinson. That's week nine. Dalton Schultz is playing Denver in week nine. So solid matchup. Yeah. That's a that's a positive matchup. Yeah. Um who's your who's your other tight end again? I, I didn't list it because if I do, you'll know which league I'm talking about. Oh, okay. So his his bye week. Yep. Because obviously you're not gonna start Schultz. Uh, you know what? Guys. Depending on the matchup, I might. Okay, so but but your other guys tight, your other guys bye week. What is Schultz's uh, matchup that week? Uh, let's have a look. Let's go to that league team. Wow, this is really clicking slow here. All right, have a look. Oh, they got a late bye, week twelve. Las Vegas. Dalton Schultz is playing the Raiders. Wow. At home. Again, that's another tough one. Oh, that's, yeah, that one's not bad. That one's not bad. I imagine it's going to be a high-scoring game from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So, not not a, an amazing matchup, but not a terrible matchup. I wouldn't be afraid of playing Dalton Schultz that week. Yeah, so th- that that would be my kind of like my one, my one concern with it is that, you know, if I give up Hawkinson, when it comes time, the other guys dra- uh, buy, and I got to play Schultz because I'm forced to. Yeah. Um, am I going to lose out? And really, oh. you know, he just to... rescinded. He just rescinded this latest offer. Oh, okay. I guess that's a uh, a, a yeah. new point. I guess. Yeah, I think I sat on it too long. Oh, sat on it too long. It's gone. Oh, maybe he'll come up with something else. Oh, yeah, more than likely he's going to come up with something else. Like, it, I, I don't doubt there's going to be something else there. Uh, is, he, is he TJ's cousin? Pardon? Is this guy TJ's cousin? Is that why he wants him so bad? Oh, maybe. Maybe he's related. <laughs> no, uh, he has no tight end. Like, you can't even name his tight end. Like, that's how crappy. Well, Dalton Schultz is, I guess, is his number one tight end. <laughs> Jarnu Smith isn't. Isn't to me, he's not relevant anymore. That's it's not a system that's going to be tight end favorable. And as talented as Johnny is, he's fantasy wasteland. It's well, and really, Johnny Smith is going to be uh, he's going to have one or two great games in the season, and the rest of the season, he's going to get zero. Yeah, but you can't count on when that's going to happen so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm close, but I'm not, I'm not willing to pull the trigger. Um, the players that I that I wanted in exchange, uh, he doesn't want to part with. So, hey, that happens in fantasy. It does, right? You well, again, like I'm not willing to part with TJ Hawkinson. I think I think he's a great tight end, and I'm super attached to him. Ever since I lost Kenny G, I had to find another line to associate with, and it's TJ Hawkinson. Oh, there you go, grinder. All right. Okay. Well, I appreciate you you listening to my my trade talks. Hey. It's all good. All right. Moving on to our bet of the week. Now, did you want to 
did you want to recap what happened to the boys and girls that are listening to this podcast okay. from our bet last week? Last week we uh, we decided to go. Um, oh heck, what did we do last? Uh, we did we did pick, pick five winners. From yes, NFL yes, matches, we did. Right, because, because Mike lost. We did the week the, before. Yep, we did a I pick five. We did a pick five. Everybody, everybody, each guy pick uh, pick pick five winners. And we did a, a snake, a snake uh, drafted on it. Yeah. Um, and what did we do? We went, we went four and one each. We did. Yeah. Tennessee lost for me, and New Orleans lost for you. Yes, which but shocked was, the hell out of me. But yeah, that was that was. Well, Tampa Bay almost lost that man. That would have been crushing. Yes. Um, but then what we said was, if it was a tie, we go to the points for and against, and whoever has the biggest gap. Differential, yep. Differential wins, and I think you were like forty-two to twenty-four or something like that. Fifty-seven to twenty-three, all anchored by Buffalo going forty to nothing. Yes. Um, Had I not gotten freaks, that's all I'm going to say. It would have been freaking close, man. That was um, that was an unreal matchup. I was not projecting that kind of a result. Yep. And that's what. Congratulations! Give you the win. Yeah, it was tight all the way through, man. Our matchups were close. Had Buffalo not done that and given me such a, a differential, like if if it was only twenty points, it'd be it'd be a lot closer. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so this week was my turn to uh, yeah to, to create the bet. Um, so right now I'm losing three to one, which really sucks. Yeah. But uh, you know what? There's you know. Again, like, man, it's, it's only, 15 it's only weeks four left. weeks in. Yeah, you got lots of time. Well, lots of time. Well, there's actually probably like 17 weeks, including the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Uh, we go deep into the season. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Well, and then even at the Super Bowl, I try to come up with some stupid bets to even it out. Yeah. I'm usually losing. Um, but this week, what I did was I said, hey, you know what? We're in four leagues. We each have two really strong teams and two middle of the pack teams. Um, Let's just take the points that we're going to get out of all four and go head to head. Um, So we'll add up our, the points that we get from each of the, each of the four leagues. And as if we were going head to head, so we'll be at about 500 points um, each out of each of the leagues. And uh, we'll see who comes up with, uh, yeah. you know, Mike, 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 maybe Mike will be at uh, 499 and I'll be at 501. It's that possible. Like the, it actually <laughs> is. When you look at all four leagues, the point totals are, it's really close. It's tight. Yeah. So, and I realized there's probably, there might be a, a few player changes as uh, injuries and yeah. um, uh, injury notices get, get put into doubt or yeah. they get confirmed. So as of right now, we are looking at total fantasy points from all four fantasy leagues. So poor man, simple man, crazy man, and no fun. Yeah. Whew. Did you actually add them up already or no? Uh, just just quick in my head, just looking um, at each of the – yeah, it's tight, man. It's close. Uh, yeah, I think there's maybe like uh, maybe 10 points between the two. Yeah, which – Which a touchdown. It, between four leagues, man, there can be a 40-point swing – uh, that way, I, I give I give a ten point swing minimum as a grace period, uh, up or down from our current projections. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's where I'm hoping. You know, like I said, Dallas lights them up, and Zeke 
goes to town. Yeah, it's all possible. <laughs> all possible. Um, but yeah, no, it'll it'll uh, it'll be a good one. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm down uh, three to one to you. Uh, I don't want to give up the uh, the championship belt or the he- or the helmet or the trophy uh, or the trophy. Yep. Or, or, do we have a trophy now? We've always had the trophy. That was the first thing we got. A trophy, trophy. Well, the no, the the the, the Lombardi re- uh, replica trophy, the little one, the one with the first uh, uh, league we did when I was at Profire. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, that little one. I haven't seen that one. I've just seen the belt. That's because you've never taken it home. Well, I took the belt home one one year, you but you did take that one year, and then we added the the helmet and the other stuff to it. Yes. So we're gonna actually, you know, we're gonna have to start figuring out which trophy we're putting up at the beginning of each year. I thought we just put up all three. Oh, okay. That way, cool. that way, you you can start decorating your 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 mantles at home with uh, with your your trophies and have that conversation piece. <laughs> well, that one year, it, the the belt did sit on the coffee table it did, the yeah. whole year. Yeah, I do want to mod that uh, that belt a little bit. I want to. I realize it's a wrestling belt, but I would love to somehow make some modifications to it to to show some some football something or other on it. Yes, that would be. Or one day, maybe we should just upgrade it to a real fancy football belt. We could. We could. We could look online for something. That would be very yeah. cool. Start. Start shopping now. Get yeah. my for my wall to have a new. And, and you know what? I I I still think out of this league. Yeah. There is enough guys that have been consistent enough sticking. Like you, you know, everybody would stick around. I think we could do have it have it be a traveling belt that, you know, get more guys in these weekly in the weekly bets with us, and then the winner at the end of the season we just FedEx or sorry not FedEx sorry Mike, What's Amazon FedEx? Amazon it <laughs> Amazon it Amazon does not take non Amazon packages you you'd have to send it through the mail or find a courier company oh, although right. I'm not overly fond of. Uh, career companies they don't seem to be customer service focused and uh, whatever mistake happens it's always somebody else's fault never theirs so I I struggle um, wanting or having to use a career service that's just personal experience but places like Amazon where they take true ownership of of the entire customer experience regardless of what the situation is you could be lying through your teeth they could have video footage of you lying they will still. I'm sorry, Mr. Customer. Yes, we apologize for the issues and whatever ha- whatever you're claiming is happening. You can keep the product or just send it back, and we'll send you replacement or we'll refund you. It's it's incredible the um, how the approach that they take versus a company who might bend over backwards for you, but then puts their entire relationship into the hands of a courier company like DHL or UPS or FedEx. Um, or even the postal service. Yeah. And any incidents that occurs between them and their customer, they're relying upon that courier to be to be a face and a value member of their of their system. And I'm gonna bet nine times out of ten, maybe seven times out of ten, they're not. They're detractors from that customer experience. And the the user, the the customer on the end is like, well, I'm never using you again because you use XYZ Courier Company. Those guys just screwed me. And it's like, 
and the, and the, and the seller can't really do anything about it because it's not like they're going to go to to XYZ courier company and say, "Hey, you know, you just screwed my relationship with once one customer." And they're like, "So, go find another courier company. We're big enough, we don't care." And that's just that I I could be totally wrong, just like the experiences I've had as of late, which has driven me to places that have that customer focus. So like I'll buy from Amazon. That's the first place I go to every single time. And if it's not them, then I'll go to Costco which they deliver, they hired their own third-party career company, but they own that relationship. And if something messes up in that tramp for whatever reason, they, they take it all back. That's what I'm looking for. I was looking for yeah. someone who's willing to, to give me that customer experience. And I'll tell you um, what's driving this. Um, I bought some, some clothes online from a retailer, love their clothes. Fantastic. Fit great. Would love it if they became a sponsor, but we're just a bunch of poor guys. They're not going to sponsor us. Anyways, so I order the clothes. They use Pure Later as a delivery company. They come to my door. They drop off. I get the notifications saying, yeah, delivery happened. My wife works from home. Easy peasy. She goes and checks the delivery. Yeah, there's a package here, but it's not yours. It's got somebody else's name on it. Well, that's weird. I'll deal with it when I get home. So I get the package. Um, I'm like, yeah, no, fair enough. It's not my package. It's for a house, 10 houses down, not mine. So I, I call the courier company and just say, hey, uh, I got a package here that's not mine. Oh, what's the package number? And I'm like, yeah, here's the package number, whatever. I'm looking for a package. It should have been delivered today. So the person I'm talking to on the phone knows that I am called them first to let them know that I have a package that's not mine. It belongs to somebody else. And what they said is drop it off at a depot. So they want me to leave my home to pick up a package they misdropped and take it to a depot station for them to pick up and redistribute to the customer. That's 10 houses down for me. I'm like, okay, that's a weird request, but all right. And then I tell them, yeah, you know what? I was expecting a package. I didn't get it. I got this instead by mistake. Oh, what was your name? They look up in the system. I'm like, oh yeah, I see that package here. It was delivered today, like 3.30. I'm like, actually, it wasn't delivered today. I got this box instead. Oh, no, sir. Our delivery driver was there, and he delivered the package. It says so in our system. I'm like, really? Your delivery driver showed up today and delivered me this package for the neighbor 10 houses down. And that's when things started to get a bit heated. And it's like, I guess, I guess you, just, you just don't assume that your driver could ever make a mistake and that my package is now delivered, and I'm just lying through my teeth to you, sir. Like, okay, fine. You know, have a nice day. So I, I walked the package down to my neighbor, 10 houses down. He's standing there with my package. We swapped. Both got what we were looking for. And then I messaged the, uh, the retailer and said, hey, this is what happened. I'm never buying from you again. Have a nice day. No, and that's, that's you know what, that's, uh, that's a sad commentary on customer service. That is. Customer service is just something that gets lost. So when yeah. it comes to couriers and back to the, the, the matter at hand, sorry for going on that crazy tangent, letting me rant, okay. but I would love, absolutely love, and I'm willing to go out and get it, um, a trophy, some kind of recognition. And Donnie and I have talked about it in the past of finding some kind of like super cheap, crazy, poor man, something that represents this league and the fun that we have. It doesn't have to be a crazy expensive. I even, no. and I'll, I'll tell you, I've collected some pieces to build a, a league trophy. They haven't fit together the way that I've liked, which is why I haven't talked about it or shown anybody. 
Um, I'll have to show you what I've got offline and uh, maybe, maybe we can come together and, and fashion some kind of truly pathetic poor man trophy and that whoever wins this league, they can get it and take their picture. And each year the, the winner will have it mailed to them from last year's winner. Yes. And, and, that, that'd be fun. That, and that's that, you know what, that's where ultimately like with the, with this fantasy stuff and the destiny, and you know, as as the guys get get closer and closer, um, you know, to know each other, that's exactly where I would like I would love to be. Like, um, who's it that does the the year end uh, awards? Oh, uh, that's Josh. Josh, yes, yeah, multi beasts, multi beasts. Yeah, I would love for us to you know you know pick up some little trinkets where. You know what? Some of Josh's and like the ones that he does annually, not not the not the the blooper reel, but the the ones that he does annually. Like yeah, worst worst performer. Um, yeah, you know, worst trade, a, right? Worst performer gets a pile of rubber dog poop mailed to him. Um, you know, you know the worst worst trade. Um, you know, uh, figure out something for that. You know, where where guys get stuff just randomly mailed to them out of the blue that you hold on to and then next year you pass it on to the to the poor sucker or or if it's you with two years in a row, you hold on to it proudly. Yeah. Right? You hold that. I think what did he say to me? I was the cheapest guy in the league because I, I didn't spend any money on the on the fab. I think in that case you'd probably end up with like a wad of Monopoly money with a uh with a bolt and a nuts or a Scrooge, Scrooge. Or, a, or a Scrooge McDuck figure or something, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I would. And you know what? I would own that proudly. But yeah, you know, I think that's where I, I would. I want the league, this group of uh, this band of brothers to to get to, right? Yeah, that is that's 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 why I'm doing this. I'm not doing this for the hey, I'm gonna win. You know. 60 bucks or 70 bucks or whatever whatever first place is 100 bucks that's not what it's about yeah you you do it for the fun and the relationships along the way which is ultimately why i chose this league to do the podcast because these are the guys that you know we chatted most with that we connected with that we had uh the most fun with exactly once we got rid of a couple bad apples right the things things filled in we're the poor men we're the poor men uh uh, ha- actually, have fun league, not the the no, no fun. fun league. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, and and just to kind of go back a, a few minutes, no, Amazon is not sponsoring this. No, although I'm <laughs> sure they're listening. <laughs> yes, yes, they are, and Facebook yeah. is listening too. Oh, man, uh, yeah, everybody's listening to the podcast. I'm just not getting recognition for it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, guys, we've taken up a lot of your time. Andrew, I appreciate you uh, you coming in and being the, the co-host with me tonight. Next as week. Always, it's, as always, it's been lots of fun. And, yeah. uh, you know, and like I, I told you a few weeks ago, whenever you need me, just let me know. Um, I can jump in at, uh, at, at about half an hour's notice. So, Well, keep your Wednesdays open. I yep. do have another guest coming in next week. We got uh, We got Slick coming back. He's gotten jumping in. Oh wait, did I did I screw up my schedule already? Here I'm looking. Yeah, no, Slick is coming back next week. 
Um, after that, I'm going to try and get some of the other guys to jump in, uh, get their side of the story of how their season's going, um, get some of their insights on the weekly projections, that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, after after Donnie's lost two or three weeks in a row, you can get him on there and see what he has to say. Uh, it's tough because he, he has a night shift. Yeah. Um, and the ideal time for him is like first thing in the morning and I – Oh yeah, it's like I'm I'm dealing with kids and trying to get to work on time. So we're we're gonna hash it out. I'm gonna get Donnie on. I promise you guys that I will I will get him on. We will do the podcast. We will find the time and make it happen. Oh, you know what might work? Um, like a Remembrance Day long weekend or something. Possibly, I'm trying to do. Uh, the recording either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Uh, right now, Wednesdays are ideal for me because my missus is out at dance and I'm home with the kids. So once I get them in bed, it's easy for me to sit down and get my yeah. stuff together and collectively um, put this program together for you guys. And that way we have Thursday uh, Thursday night football to talk about and what's going to happen yeah. leading into the week because I want to get this out before games start playing. So that's that's sure. the ideal. If we can, may- maybe the, uh, the Remembrance Day... Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm hashing it yep. out right now. We're gonna we're gonna put some dates together. So, and if you guys want to jump in, if anyone has a, has a, a week or a time that that works for them and they want to get on a show, let me know. Hit me up, and uh, we'll get you booked in. We'll make it work. Okay, guys, have uh, have a great week. Uh, hopefully, uh, my picks will will dominate over. <laughs> I hope not, man. I'm I'm on the opposite end of one of your picks, so I hope not. Um, everybody, have a great week. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's always been fun. Um, and, uh, you know what, start the second quarter of the year and, uh, let's keep rocking it right on. All right, guys. Thanks for tonight. Thank you, Andrew. And from one poor man to another, if it ain't fun, it ain't worth doing. Good night guys.